This is the First Baptist Church of Oregon City podcast. This sermon was delivered 27 October 2019 by Pastor John Witham. The sermon text is Luke 10, verses 1 through 11. Thank you for listening. Here's warning, acknowledgement, encouragement. And the book of Luke chapter 10, verses 1 through 11 says this. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them out two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Go, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Do not take a purse or bag or sandals, and do not greet anyone on the road. When you enter a house, first say, peace to this house. If someone who promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. If not, it will return to you. Stay there, eating and drinking whatever they give you, for the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. When you enter a town and are welcomed, eat what is offered to you. Heal the sick who are there and tell them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But when you enter a town and are not welcomed, go into its streets and say, even the dust of your town we wipe from our feet as a warning to you. Yet be sure of this, the kingdom of God has come near. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The past few weeks, we've been talking about the tables in which Christ is present with us. And it starts with the Lord's table. Uh, Here, where we celebrate the Lord's Supper, it is the table that Christ sets for us in his presence. He says that whenever we eat this bread and drink this cup, we remember Christ's death until he comes. And Christ is present with us here at the table. Then the week after that, we talked about seeing Christ's table in our homes. That when we set tables for our families, we set tables for our neighbors, that Christ is present there if we acknowledge his presence and make space for his presence. And that setting tables in our homes can be a good opportunity to invite people into to taste and see that the Lord is good uh, before they, they come fully to the table that the Lord has set. And last week, we talked about going out into the world to tables where Jesus is not recognized as Lord, where Jesus' presence is there because all power and authority belongs to Jesus, but that the Lordship of Christ may not be recognized. And that when we go into those places, we look for opportunities to bring the presence of Jesus to the forefront of their mind and to bring the kingdom to that place, to bring healing and wholeness, to bring fellowship where there's loneliness, to bring justice where there's injustice. And so this week, we're wrapping all of this up, and I want to issue a warning, an acknowledgement, and an encouragement. Here's the warning. We need all three of these spaces in our lives. If we focus on just one, 
there's going to be a problem. And if we ignore one of them, there's going to be a problem. If we focus on just the Lord's table, just the Lord's table in the church, we fall into exhaustion mode, or maintenance mode, sorry, maintenance mode. If we focus just on the Lord's table, we fall into maintenance mode because we're only focusing on the inward body of Christ. Jesus sent his disciples out to proclaim the kingdom. He sent them out into the world, and these weren't just the 12. He gathered 72 disciples, sent them out in pairs to go into the places where he was planning on preaching. And when he did this, he was not just having them remain at the temple in Jerusalem or remain in one place and and set up a home base. He was sending them out to proclaim his kingdom in the world. And he would send them and they would go into a home and they would be welcomed there and they would stay. They would go into a town and be welcomed there or they would be rejected. But he sent them outward and he sent them outward on his authority. If we don't do the work of moving outward from the church, then the church only becomes interested in existing for the sake of the church. And if Jesus had called us to build just a a really great swell group of people that gets together on a a weekly basis and just just enjoys being together, then then that that would be fine for us to just focus on the church. But we have an imperative from Scripture to move outward from here. Jesus called us to create disciples and to proclaim the kingdom. The church doesn't exist to create more church. The church exists to be an outpost of God's kingdom. For us to live together, for us to live together here and take this joy, this love, the gospel, the good news outward into our homes, into our neighborhoods, and into the places where we go. And if we stay clustered in here, then we start to think that we're the center of the universe, and we aren't. Jesus is Lord, and it's by his command that we go out from here and share his love with everyone we encounter and intentionally look for situations. He didn't just tell the disciples, you know, go out and wander and... If you find a situation where, where you can share about me, yeah, that's great. Go for it. You know, go ahead. Likewise, he also didn't say, grab people on the street and shout at them about me. He said, there will be places that will welcome you. And when those places welcome you, when those homes welcome you, share my good news with them and tell them that my kingdom has come near to them. Also notice that Jesus doesn't say, tell them about my kingdom and then spend time with them. He says, sit around their tables, eat what's offered you, drink what's given you, then tell them about my kingdom. We earn the permission to share the lordship of Christ, to invite people into the kingdom 
once we've spent time with them, once we've sat with them, once we've eaten with them. If we ignore the table in our homes and the table of our church and just focus on the outward table, just focus on going outward and doing good things in the world, spreading God's kingdom into the world just by, by actions, we fall into exhaustion mode because we forget where our energy comes from. It would be like if you took the motor out of your car and then tried to drive down the street. Fred Flintstone made it look really easy, <laughs> but as somebody who has one, on more than one occasion had to push a car, it's not. Even if you take the engine out, it's not. When we forget that it's the presence of the Lord gathering in the, in the presence of the Lord at his table with his people, gathering around the table in our homes and sharing fellowship, those are the things that fuel us for mission, for going out into the world. And this going out includes your workplaces, your schools, your friends, places where there's brokenness and hurting. That's where we're going out to share the presence of the Lord. But we can only do that if we recognize the presence of the Lord around the table. You notice this is Luke chapter 10. This isn't like Luke chapter 2. This is Luke chapter 10. Jesus had spent time with these disciples. These were people who were reliable. And he would send them out into the world. We recognize the presence of God by gathering around the table together, and then we take that out into the world. It's the authority from Jesus that sent the disciples outward. Frustration mode is when we forget that middle table in our homes, and we try to go from spreading Jesus, gathering around the table to experience the presence of Jesus in the church straight to mission, to sharing Jesus with the world without that step in between. If you had never been loved before, if you had never understood what love was, and then suddenly somebody loved you with an unconditional, overwhelming love, it might not feel like love. It might feel smothering. It might feel overwhelming and not in a good way. When we have that middle space, when we have that space in our homes, when we have that space uh, in a coffee house where, where a few followers of Jesus gather, we can invite people into that space and we can show them what the kingdom is like. See, it's, it's not until the disciples heal the sick and the disciples have sat with people and gotten to know them that they say the kingdom of God has come to you. That's why we have to have that middle space. It's indispensable. You can't get rid of any of the three tables. That's the warning. The acknowledgement. This 
is not easy work to do. Because we live in a world that is sometimes very hostile towards followers of Jesus. We live in a world that is hostile to the ways of God's peace and God's truth and to the kingdom that puts everybody on a level playing field and exalts those who are lowly and humbles those who are proud. The world is not always ready for that, is it? And so we acknowledge that this is not easy work. Jesus said, you are going out as sheep among wolves. He said, you're going out as easy prey. He said, don't take anything with you. Don't take anything extra. Take the clothes on your back and go. But he also promised the disciples this, that there would be places that would welcome them in, that there would be opportunities for them to speak the peace of Jesus into a household and for them to stay and eat and rest and share and proclaim the gospel in those places. But they had to travel. They had to cross roads. They had to go up one side of the mountain and down the other. They had to look for those places. They had to trust God that God was in the middle of this. And it might also take time. This, this is not an immediate process. This is not go, into a, go out into a coffee shop, sit there and wait for somebody to show up. This is not an immediate process. This is something that, get, that can take time. Take time to get to know people who are far from God. Take time to welcome them into your home. Take patience because people are not easy to love always. But our command is to show the love of Jesus, to proclaim the kingdom when we have the opportunity to. But it's not easy. And that's why I issue an encouragement this morning. We do this together, and we do this with Jesus. Jesus didn't send people out one by one. He didn't send 72 people out into individual corners. He sent them out two by two so that they wouldn't get discouraged and they wouldn't get weary. And the reason that we do this together is so that we can keep each other encouraged. We can keep each other held up. We can be the gospel to each other. We can live out the kingdom to each other so that we know what it looks like to reconcile. We know what it looks like to forgive. We know what it looks like to care, what it looks like to love. And then together we go out and do it. It's a collective mission for Christ's church. It's a collective mission for First Baptist of Oregon City. But we go with the power and authority of Jesus. And that's what's different for us than the 72 who were sent out in Luke chapter 10. Because Jesus says, go and proclaim my kingdom to be near. We go in the power and authority of a kingdom that has already been brought forth into reality by the death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus Christ. We aren't going into a place 
sight unseen. We are going to places where Jesus has prepared for us in the providence of God, in the goodness of God, knowing that he's not setting us up for failure, but that he is setting us up to prepare He's preparing hearts and minds, setting us up to share his kingdom, to live into this. We go and do these things together, but we go and do mission with Jesus. It may not always be easy to see. It may take time and it may take patience. And it definitely takes gathering together as the church. But this is our command from Jesus, is to bring the kingdom near to people who feel far from the kingdom. Today, we are going to do something different. And this is a brave thing to do for a new pastor, but well, fools march in where angels fear to, t- fear to tread, and I may be a fool, but if I am, I'm a holy fool. So let's give this a shot. We've been talking about tables, and I wanted to gather around tables. So I would like to ask our table leaders to go ahead out to the gym. Ooh. So we are now going to do something called table talk that we're, I'm calling table talk. And in a moment, I'm going to invite you to go over to the gym and have a seat at a table. There are five table leaders and there are five tables. And so uh, if you see one table starting to fill up, you know, kind of go to a different table so we've got everything balanced out. Um, I would recommend that spouses go to different tables um, just so that you have different perspectives and and maybe it's, you know, maybe you need a little bit of time apart. Who knows? Uh, But if you want to stay together, though, that's okay. That's fine. Um, This is a movement of worship. This is not early fellowship time. This is not early snack time. So, so please don't go in and make a cup of coffee or grab a cookie or anything. This is just a, a different movement of worship. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about how God is moving and working in our church, in our homes, and what God is using us to do outside of our homes. What's said here stays here, uh, but what you learn has to be shared. And so if you see where God is working, share it. If somebody shares something that is deep from their heart, um, don't let it leave that table. Let that be theirs to share and and not yours to share. Uh, We share from what God is doing in and among us. So I invite you to go find a seat at a table uh, in the gym.